Friday, y'all, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk You made it through another week. You made it. You did it. Really hard. Um, it was, you know, if you think it was hard for us, oof. It's I been mean, a it's, rough week for Miss Brittany. It's the story that just keeps on giving. Yeah, we don't even need to get the Cobra Gang together. Um, I had a couple. The Cobra Gang ain't got nothing on this. Well, I mean, there are a couple things we need to talk about. One is. Britney Spears went on a seaside vacation to celebrate the removal of her father from the conservatorship. At least that is the storyline as painted, uh, or the story rather, painted by E! Regarding um, the photos, the videos, we'll get to those in a moment. We've seen on social media of both Britney Spears and Sam Asgari. Um I, I don't know what even you want to call it. Vacationing? Sure. You know what's interesting about this? Can I just say before before you say more? Yeah. Is that this is not like a seaside vacation. Maybe if you're Britney Spears, you can like pick up and go in a matter of moments. Yeah. But this clearly was planned ahead. So they knew. Oh, and I think they were gone during like the, the hearing hearing experience. <laughs> But I do want to take issue with something. So, uh, and this is a very small thing, and then we can move forward. But I want to start with this thing. And this is a report that E did on their television show. And I I don't think we have to listen that long to get there. And Holly, I'll just tell you when to stop because it'll be obvious. Oh, Or maybe it won't be. Well, we need to load that because we got to get some ads going. No worries. Let those ads. So what I will say is that according to the exclusive from E!, they were told that she is celebrating her court win by taking a seaside vacation with uh, fiance Sam Asgari. That is a source speaking exclusively to E. And according to that source, she's thrilled that after 13 years, her dad is no longer involved in her business affairs. Mm. She's excited for the future and grateful that she has received so much support. Oh, so much support. One moment, please. No worries. This oh, e. Are they giving us like three minutes? Yeah, they're greedy. Here Gosh. we go. Hold on a sec. Oh, gosh, now it's a pop-up. Help oh, me. Oh, it's Help the me. worst. It's, it's the worst. Immediately, Brittany hasn't officially commented on the news, but she did share this video of herself in a flight simulator saying she is on cloud nine. Her fiance, okay, Sam, showed oh, Did you just hear that? Yeah. That what was a hear? flight simulator. But it there's But it's not. Like... Because not only, well, I mean, I guess maybe flight simulators have gotten really good. But if you guys watch, I haven't been in one. If you guys watch the videos that are both posted, not on Brit, not just Britney's account on Instagram, but also Sam's, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like a flight simulator. He's like filming outside the window, and then later there are photos of them actually like jet skiing in paradise. Yeah, this does not look like a simulator. So, There's one I see part. Clouds. Well, and there's one part where they, uh, whoever's taking the video backs up and you can see like the vestibule, just a little bit of it, but enough to know that like, I don't know, again, I ain't never been in no simulator, but I don't think a simulator has a vestibule. I don't know. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So that was just a minor side point where I listen to this because, you know, we've been trying to figure out like, where are they? Why are they there? What's going on? Is this now? Was it then? Is somebody taking over? I think it's increasingly clear that Brittany is in control of her social media. At least there might be people doing the actual posting, but there is an intention there behind what is posted 
by Britney because a lot of it is mirrored and trumpeted, echoed by Sam Asghari. I mean, he's commenting on the things that she's posting. And if she weren't in control, I just feel like that's not that's probably not happening. So we should probably just talk about the elephant in the room. And by the elephant in the room, I mean the naked elephant, the boobies, the boobies, the the, the all of it. Do you want to describe, please, oh, for the listener? So there's a whole. I'm worried. There's a series of photographs of our friend Brittany in a bathroom, in a tropical bathroom. I mean, it looks like a an outdoor bathtub, and she's you know she's naked. She's naked with little uh, flowers over the important bits. Yes, um, there are a lot of nude photos in succession, and then there's some photos of her holding her breasts. There's photos of her like posing naked. Let's also just say in one of those photos there are four flowers, which tells you that all of the areas oh, are yeah. on display. Oh yeah, the milk, milk, and the lemonade <laughs> around the corner. Well, is there a fudge one? Oh yeah. Oh, there's one. Oh, in the uh, all yeah, four okay. in front of the tub. <laughs> Now, Bradley, do you want to talk about the tub? Well, she also says, so, okay, for the audience, again, she is in front of a a tub, hot tub, some kind of tub in paradise. And then she's walking on a beach in paradise. And then there's also like she's on the beach holding her boobs in paradise. All things many people do on vacation. But the the caption says playing in the Pacific never hurt anybody lends credibility to the idea that she's in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. PSSS, no photo edits, the tub curves. And what she's referencing is in the few photos where she's standing in front of a tub, there seems to be a warping of the image. And she appears to be saying, or she is saying that don't mind that weird dent right where my stomach happens to be, by the way, that's just the curve in the tub. And I don't, I mean, okay, also, even if the it doesn't look like there's a curve, it looks like it's been Photoshopped, does it not? Oh, 100,000%. Yeah, yeah. Because if you go through the whole series, the curve changes depending yeah, on where she is. the location of the curve yeah. is as relates to her stomach, um, which, again, I don't care about any of that. It, I'm, what I'm doing is just telling you, it, it's giving you an insight into the subconscious of Britney Spears. If you are to believe that she is the one posting these things again, Sam responds, hashtag free the nipple laugh emoji. So unless we're to believe that his social media is under control, this is, this is happening. What are we to make of this? Listen, I have like, I'm of like four different minds. You know, the thing about all of this is like, there are multiple possibilities. Okay. The thing that occurred to me, because none of it makes sense together. And that's what's frustrating about it, yeah. right? Like, if I'm Miss Marple or, like, Jessica Fletcher, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The thing that occurred to me, though, is that, you know, she is still under the control of the conservatorship. The conservatorship still exists. Yeah. There is still somebody who's in charge of the conservatorship of her person. Mm-hmm. And under that umbrella is somebody who could be somebody who is managing her social media. That person likely did not change in the 24 hours since the hearing. Yeah. 
if that person was still operating and and we seem to know from the documentaries that that they are able to have control or like have access to her phone and the pictures on her phone. These look like super intimate pictures. And if you wanted to look make Britney look a certain way, you might release those pictures. And if Sam Asghari is on the payroll, he might be replying to those pictures. Do you, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know who to trust either. And if I'm if I don't know who to trust, Brittany for sure doesn't know who to trust. Yeah, I mean that's true. I I I think in the world that I live in, where Britney Spears is concerned, two things are true. One is that she needs help. Mm. Most of us do, but some more than others. It is to say that Brittany has issues that she. Um, is dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so clear from like, I, like I'm just going to take these things for what they are. So somebody like Brittany, who is, I think there is this, she's got a lot of her past that she's still dealing with. And she hasn't figured out how to do that. The good news is she's going to be able to deal with that in a way that she chooses for the first time in 14 years. Mm-hmm. So that, no, there doesn't need to be because I think a lot of people will see these photos and be like, mm, this girl needs a conservatorship. OK, so in the court of public opinion, sure. But what is that getting you in the court of law? Not very much mm-hmm. right now, because uh, Jamie's been removed. The conservatorship is probably going to end um, or at least there will be a roadmap for that to end in November when uh, they go back to court. Because, again, nobody right now is saying that this conservatorship should stay Nobody's advocating for that at this point anyway that I'm aware of. Um, Everybody seems to be like, okay, let's figure out a way for her to get out from under this, which is good. Fine. We all agree. So that's a truth. But also that doesn't mean that Britney's problems go away overnight. She's still going to have to deal with the things that she's struggling with. And, you know, based on what we learned during the most recent documentary, Britney versus Spears, she was highly medicated at several times throughout her career uh stimulants were given to her in order to perform right and that sounds like well it sounds like judy garland but it also sounds like countless other uh actresses Mm -hmm. and women um throughout history who've you know been over medicated because they weren't meeting some sort of weird hyper uh hyperactive expectation so like, I think she, I, it wouldn't surprise me if she's got some serious, serious, whether addiction issues mm-hmm. or mental health issues that still need to be addressed that are manifesting themselves now in ways that aren't helpful. Right. And no, I think that that's a good assessment. And I think it was a fair assessment without doing what so often has been done to Britney Spears, which is that people have diagnosed her from the outside without a working knowledge of what she's actually facing. I mean, it isn't a secret that there have been some psychological issues that have been diagnosed. We're not in the business of diagnosing those, but there's no question that those are going to leave like a, a a trail of, you know, other things that now, as you said, she'll have to deal with in her own ways. Um, It just is, let's just say this. It just is strange. And, uh, Paris- and if this was anybody in your life, oh. I, that's why you just said Paris, and I imagine you're going to reference yeah. her comment. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, you guys, so, if this was your friend, would you really be doing this? But see, this is the thing I think is interesting, is Paris Hilton has sort of gotten attention for supporting her publicly in such yeah. a way. Yeah. 
that um, it doesn't surprise me that rather than Paris Hilton, you know, sending, a, you know, a signal or like a WhatsApp message to her buddy and saying, hey, girl, don't know if you meant to put the nudie patooties all over the Instagram, but there they are. Instead, she publicly comments, love seeing you so happy and free. You deserve it. Love you, B. I just feel like, well, here's the other thing that we have to remember is by all accounts, Britney Spears' inner circle is gone. So she has a whole new inner circle yeah. that was put in place by the conservatorship. So she likely doesn't have those close friends who are going to reflect back to her like, hey, just Yeah, we know Sam Asgar is not. No. He's more concerned about the public image more than his actual, I mean, I this is pure speculation. Right. But that's what we do. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood from our friend Elizabeth Reese. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought with her all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, my friends. I feel like there's like mice chewing on wires all around the Twin Cities because there's all sorts of technical things happening. But Oh, really? You know what? Yeah. You know why? In all of our studios. Mm, you know why? What? Mercury's in retrograde. I, okay, this is very is funny. So, so obvious. Mm-hmm. Because yesterday, life. that is what Steve said we had like lights blowing the internet was out in the newsroom it was like all these different things happening yeah and he said is mercury in retrograde he used to never believe that that was a thing Mm -hmm. until it really became it's a thing it's super a thing i can't i don't think it can be up for debate that it because it's it's just too coincidental that all these strange things happen and that sort of feeling of unsettled this week i've heard more people say oh i thought it was i like i thought it was the wrong day yeah oh yeah of the week Mm mm-hmm well, and I've had countless electronic issues yes. where I'm like, why is this just not working? Right. Mm. All communication goes haywire during a Mercury retrograde. Also, yeah. there's a good side. We learned that from our good friend, Maria Shaw Lawson, who used to be a regular contrib- mm-hmm. contributor on the show. And she would remind us that retrograde is actually a, a great time for new beginnings. Mm-hmm. Or no, wait, not new beginnings. Trying something you've done again, again or something. Right? So, trying something you've done again. Oh, right? so like if Am you I tried it and it hasn't no, worked, like it though. try to just try it again. Sure. I think so. I just remember her saying something about there was a positive energy around new beginnings during a retrograde, mm. and I don't remember exactly. So that wasn't just all bad. I think it's very intriguing. Very intriguing. I agree. Um, let's talk about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West going out to dinner amid their divorce. Well, you know they have four kids to co-parent. They were spotted leaving Nobu in Malibu. Well, okay. Also, also, mm-hmm. you know, she's uh, now filming for the new season of whatever they're doing on Hulu. So it, oh. I'm just saying it's not the worst idea for her to keep people talking. Mm-hmm. They were having dinner with Tracy and Ray Romulus. Um, uh, Ray From works as the chief marketing <laughs> officer of KKW Brands. So oh, um, that's interesting. Is is he still a part? Does he still hold part of? I think he KKW? does. Okay. Yeah, I think he does. Um, Kim was seen at all of Kanye West's listening events for his latest album, and he has helped her with her KKW beauty rebrand. Mm-hmm. So um, 
there you go. They're going to continue. She has not changed her legal name. She still goes by West. And so that's how it's going to go, which I, I am, get that because that's her kids. Last right. I was going to say, you know, I, that's not, that's I don't think that's a strange thing at all. A nod to her kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they got in the same car together. Well, and they went to that Nobu in Malibu, which is a very hot spot for celebrities. I have been there and it's delicious. Did you see any celebrities, though? Well, I was at a wedding, like a rehearsal dinner oh. that was held there. So no. So unless you were at a celebrity wedding, you're not telling yeah, us about. Yeah, thank I you. Mean, kind of a celebrity wedding, oh. but not like not oh. like a celebrity in oh. like the Hollywood world. Oh, okay. You know. Fine. But, you don't have to drop the name. It's fine. It's unless fine. you want to. We like names. We'll Colleen catch it. keeps all. We'll Colleen has it. way more celebrity buddies than me, and yeah, she keeps true. them all secret, and she doesn't tell anyone, mm. and then she'll just like occasionally roll one out, and I think it's upsetting. Well, okay. Listen, I try not to tell people that I know Bradley Trainer. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> Very funny. And um, Steve Patterson and, Steve and Jason say. Matheson. Oh my goodness! I know. Lady Gaga talking about playing uh, Patrizia Reggiani as a real person and not a caricature. So she's in this movie, House of Gucci. And Patrizia was the ex-wife of fashion designer Maurizio Gucci. She hired a hitman to kill him back in 1995. And that is who Gaga is playing. Apparently, like, the family is not happy about this story being told. But Gucci, the, the label, opened up their archives to the filming crew and said, take anything you want to use in this movie. I mean, it's just going to be a giant Gucci ad. And it's going to make you be like, I want all the Gucci. And guess what? You already always want all the Gucci. I don't really want the Gucci, but I want the Gucci story. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to watch rich people problems. Fair enough. She was talking about to the wall street journal, um, lady Gaga detailing her new album, love for sale with Tony Bennett. And saying how she got into character um, for this movie. And she said, I knew she I was. loves a- this, by the way. Oh, yeah. She said, I knew I was about to play a murderer. I also knew how Tony, talking about Tony Bennett, feels about Italians being represented in film in terms of crime. I wanted to make a real person out of Patricia, not a caricature. She said she spent six months perfecting her Italian accent before spending another six months staying in the accent and she oh, i'm I bet sure that, that was oh, so annoying to be around <laughs> her in real life no thanks <laughs> that oh, she would gosh. not say anything i don't want to go to the olive Italian- garden with her i don't know <laughs> oh she said i felt the best way to honor Maurizio and italians was for my performance to be authentic from the perspective of a woman, not an Italian-American woman, but an Italian woman. I do, you know, I will say, like, Gaga is very method and over-the-top and kind of, but I do like that sensitivity and that, like, uh, you know, that awareness of how groups of people are portrayed in the media and then being cognizant of making these stories about individuals and not just contributing to a stereotype about a whole group of people. Sure, I mean, I think that's thoughtful and nice and it's a way to do it without being like oh we can't tell these stories because we don't want people to think that we're portraying italians as criminals right but it's uh, so we're still sharing the story because this is what happened to individual people that are very interesting right no you're right but but also, I get it. But her, but, also, but if you were hanging out with her, you would be, be like, annoying. so annoying. Yes, it would be. You know what would be the worst? Let me just bring you to a fantasy world that never happened. But put Lady Gaga in a room with Nicole Kidman when she was methoding for that Masha character. Yeah, Masha in um nope. in Nine Perfect Strangers. <laughs> but you could just put him in a room in a corner and walk away, and you would they would be occupied. 
That was an interesting one. That series I found to be, it was on Hulu, you know, it's on Hulu if you haven't watched it. It's based on the Leanne Moriarty book. I felt, um, I felt very conflicted at the beginning because I just didn't know what it was. I hadn't read the book. So at the beginning I was like, oh, I'm really intrigued by this. Like I, okay, I'm into this. I want to know what's going on. Like I can't get enough of this. I keep watching. By episode six, I was like, please God, make it stop. Mm. And then by the end, I was like, you know what? I, I kind of like that ride. Why not? Yeah, you don't tend to despise something you didn't kind of like. No, and not ride. everything has to be life changing. It can true. just be interesting. Yeah, and you can just think about you it say later. That about our That's show fine. Every day. Yeah, Thank no you. kidding. That's the truth. Bye, guys. Bye, Elizabeth. Bye. Have a great weekend. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. After this, on My Talk 107.1. Mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we've got uh, these mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We do our very best to solve them in a little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh. Hot celebrity gossip mysteries. Solve this. Just as NT Lawyer told you a month ago what happened, this A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actress has a ton of projects in the pipeline with the Mouse House, and she would get some mm. money and say nice things about them again. She has done so. Mm. Scarlet. Scar Yeah. Scar Not wearing a bobo. But she's... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so she has a ton of projects over at Disney, and she got some money. She knows where she gets paid. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And she might say nice things about them again. And that's what Scarlett Johansson has done. I mean, she hasn't said the nice things, but the terms of their settlement have not been disclosed, which I feel like is nice enough. Oh, yeah. No, she got some money thrown at her, and she gets to keep her jobby jobs. And they're going to be happy, and she's going to be happy, and things are, everything, everybody will be happy. Yeah. Yay! Happiness. Blinded by the item. Another celebrity gossip mystery. This one doesn't involve happiness at all. Oh, great. Or maybe it does. I don't know. I'm just making a judgment here. This A-plus slash A-list mostly movie actor who sometimes directs was spotted drinking while gambling earlier this week. Oof. Never a good thing to see. I don't like a Ben Affleck. Oof. Yeah. So. Sorry, Jennifer Lopez. Well, Jennifer Lopez. That'll end well. (laughs) Well, Ben Affleck was gambling with Jennifer Lopez's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, because they're shooting those commercials. They've got an app for that. That's true. So, Ben Affleck was spotted drinking while gambling earlier this week. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it was the gambling that was the problem. Yeah. Anti-lawyer's like, well... Just rolling right along this afternoon. Rolling Let's... right along. We're very good today. Very good. Let's We're solve on this. it. Yeah. NT Lawyer doesn't think it would shock anyone to know that this illiterate actress turned escort is grifting for a scam company who thinks they'll be able to scam even more people by using the endorsement of the former actress. She doesn't care what it is as long as the check clears. Well, certain thing, certain things, it is cash only, but for this one, she probably took a check. So sometimes she wants cash, but she probably took a check for this thing. So this is a former actress. Well, she hasn't acted in a while. Is it like an Angelina Jolie? 
we're looking, but are we looking for two things? Are we looking for an illiterate actress turned escort and a former acty person? No, they're the same person. Same person. So it's illiterate though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actress turned escort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, I know this one because I know we've done this one before. Okay. So NT Lawyer doesn't think it would jog anyone to know that Lindsay Lohan is grifting for a scam company who thinks they'll be able to scam even more people by using the endorsement of Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay mm. Lohan doesn't care what it is as long as the check clears. You know, certain things she does, it's a cash-only experience, but this one, she probably took a check. By the way, whatever happened to Lawyers.com? I don't know, but right now... What NT Lawyer is referring to is over on Lindsay Lohan's Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And it's this furry NFT. Oh, Ooh. yeah. You were showing us that earlier this week. Yes. Showed it to you earlier this week. And so she's drawn in furry form. So weird. And wow. there's an NFT for that. And you, I think that the auction is oh, still wow. running right now. And she's a friend of the cartel. And it's the first NFT from this organization called the Canine Cartel NFT. What? Exactly. I don't know what's going on. I do know that... It's a hot mess. Express (laughs) is what it is. NFTs sometimes have been accused of being a place where funny money lives and is transferred between parties. Oh, geez. So you can own that. Mm-hmm. There's another There's another picture on her Instagram that's kind of an art poppy picture of her that's an NFT that is less disturbing than the furry one. <laughs> if you go to there she's got like a oh wow oh there's a lot happening. Yeah, I don't know if it's safe to be on your work computer nope, when you're I'm, looking at I just at that. got out of there. Great. Thanks. Bye. On her Instagram? Yeah, on the link in her bio. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Suddenly, well, too late. And then you just, it's a whole thing. Oh. Okay. Alrighty. Oh, next, let's go on to another uh, celebrity gossip mystery. Should we go? Let's go. Where should we go from? Here? Yeah, I know. The problem is, is sometimes these get a little too conspiracy theory, and then sometimes these get a little nasty. And I'm trying to weed through all of them because today is a bumper crop of just like <sighs> things that I Stuff. don't really like. All right, so here's one. Try this. The illiterate one was spotted chain smoking last weekend. She's always been a big smoker, despite what her press team likes to leak about her hating smoking and smokers. Meghan Markle. Oh, oh, interesting. Hmm. Although I don't remember anybody ever saying Meghan Markle really hates smokers, but that's cute. No, don't remember that being a talking point. Can you put that out there, please? I really don't like that. (laughs) It's just weird. Right. Well, one empty lawyer is saying is Meghan Markle was spotted chain smoking last weekend and she's always been a big smoker despite what her press team likes to leak about her hating smoking and smokers but i mean what do we always say nothing is real and everyone smokes so yes also interesting that that lines up with that uh headline i didn't read even the rest of the report of the report of what katie couric said about interviewing uh prince harry 
that he smelled of stale booze and cigarettes. Yeah. I mean, not surprising. Especially right? at the time that she would have interviewed him. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would have been at like peak party Harry. P.S. Speaking of that Katie Couric book, I super want to read that. Yeah. Is Ooh. it out? Uh, you know, I don't know, but I know that a lot of the stuff that's in it is coming out, including the fact that she basically says like she had low key heard some of the stuff floating around about Matt Lauer, but she just didn't want to go down that road mm-hmm. and uh, that she did reach out to him after it all blew up and basically was just like, I don't feel comfortable like being on the bad side of this and I want to read all about it. Yeah. The no, only... it seems like she had a lot to dish. Yeah. Oh, and she did. Yeah. Uh, as far as Meghan Markle smoking, the only thing that it can really see some headlines, some various headlines from semi-reputable places saying Prince Harry's smoking habit stubbed out by Meghan Markle. Oh. So kind of being like, okay, she was the one. And I suppose it's because of these stories of Prince Harry smelling like cigarettes in front of Katie Couric that they're putting these headlines out there. But yeah. I feel like it's fairly uncontroversial. Yeah. I mean, people can do what they want. Yeah. By the way, Katie Couric's memoir is called Going There. And uh, you can presently pre-order it. It will be released on October the 26th. All right. Put it on your Audible wish list. Mm-hmm. Especially if she's reading it. That'd be right? a good one. Oh, shoot. And I just, I just exited out. So I didn't see if she was. But I would imagine I'm she, sure is. she is. Yeah. yeah. Usually Uh, on a a scale of that autobiography, you're going to get the real deal. Do we have a quickie? Okay. Okay. Uh, The offspring of this foreign-born, back-in-the-day A-list singer and actress is sleeping with the sheriff where she lives as a payment to keep operating her business without a license. Wow. Okay. Offspring of a former A-list Yeah, let's focus on that person. The former A-list. Yes. Former A-list actor? Actress. Actress and singer. Actress and singer. Let's say they're known for mostly singing, but also singing while acting. Oh. Oh. Singing while acting. So not like a Barbra Streisand. Uh, No, not a Barbra Streisand. Uh. Olivia Newton-John? Yeah. Oh. oh, I thought it was joking. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. I no. thought I was kidding. Okay, all right, all right. So fill in the blank. Yeah, so what this is saying is that th- her name is Chloe Latanzi. She's been one of those people that floats around the Daily Mail world every sure. once in a while. Well, anyways, she's the daughter of Olivia Newton-John. And what N.T. Lawyer is saying is she's sleeping with the sheriff where she lives as a payment to keep operating whatever business she has without a license. Weird sheriff? Yeah. What is she in? Like, where is she? Like, Wyoming? Well. I just, you just don't hear sheriff. Right. Now, mm-hmm. there's a comment on Crazy Days and Nights that Chloe perhaps is living in Oregon right now. And perhaps she is operating a business uh, without a license that she might need a license for. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. All right. All right. I learned something. Thank you for those delicious blind items. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Gooper Scoopers together. Something, something funky is going on over at Goop, and it doesn't actually make Gwyneth look very good. Uh-oh. But, but it does make a uh, blind item that Holly shared with us earlier this week make a little more sense. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Stuff's happening at Goop. 
And we got to get the Gooper Scoopers together on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Uh, let's get those Gooper Scoopers together. That's what we do when we let's talk about Goop. It. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Goop. Goopa, Scoopa, Goopa, Scoopa. That's just what they do. Goopa, Scoopa, Goopa, Scoopa. There's always stupid stuff on Goop. What's going on with Goop? Uh, it's not good. It's not looking good for Gwyneth Paltrow over at Goop. So, uh, first of all, I have to tell you that there is a more extensive report about this in Business Insider. However, oh, I was not able to read the report. You got to pay. Because you got to pay. So, I read the report of the report, which is in the Daily Beast, about the fact that stuff's not looking good over at Goop. They're having a massive executive exodus um, that is prompted by a number of different things. But one of them is the fact that um, they have a, they have a pretty, I don't know, to me, it does not feel like a huge staff at Goop. I guess I would have assumed that Goop had a larger staff. Yeah. Um, They have, they uh, in 2019 had a staff of 250. That has been scaled back to, um, well, a lot because it looks like, about 140 staffers have departed the company since 2019. Oh, wow. That's a lot of turnover. Do we know why? Well, there are some speculations, according to this Business Insider uh, report. So some of these people were actually even like in the senior executive ranks. And this is what the this is what insiders are faulting that that massive turnover. And by the way, those of those 250 jobs, 140 staffers have sort of shuffled out since 2019. Some of them have been replaced. Some of them haven't. Yeah. And listen, all industries have been affected by the pandemic. Oh, for sure. Goop is no different. Um, but apparently these a source is telling Business Insider uh, that the um, that a lot of the staff that is there feels as though they are being underpaid as relates to other industry standards so they're not making the kind of money that they could be making elsewhere okay that would be a reason why people would go um also they uh they were told when they were hired by supervisors that that just that uh, discrepancy in their pay was going to be offset by things like free products and makeup guess guess what they didn't do that i have a question for you bradley Mm. We're going to pay you about 40% less than you could make in the same job in another place, but, but you're going to get free makeup. Yeah, no, that's not going to be. You're not interested, are you? Nope. No, that works for somebody just out of school who's, you know, enamored by celebrity or, you know, a brand like Goo. Right. Perhaps, but probably not for very long. And then uh, the other thing that was happening is that people were struggling during the pandemic, of course, and nobody wants to change jobs in the middle of a pandemic. But uh, people were getting to their breaking point because they were stretched so thin because people had left, but they weren't making up those uh, jobs. And so they were having to then take on more in their jobs and then end up leaving. So it's sort of like that vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. But here is a sentence in there that I thought was really interesting. The source also pointed out Uh, that Gwyneth Paltrow has a habit of, quote, souring on her former favorites. Meaning, like, she'll bring in an executive and be like, that's my, I love this, this, this person is so great. 
they're great. They're wonderful. They're perfect. They're going to do such a great job. They're going to, and then, and then she, she, it's a, not a shiny new toy anymore. Oh, sure. and, and she wants something else. And once her view goes away from that person, mm-hmm. then that person's job becomes kind of in the balance. And then maybe they feel like they get pushed out and they have to bring somebody in. What all of this adds up to that I think is really interesting is if you talk to Gwyneth Paltrow, she's going to make it sound like Goop is going gangbusters. Yeah. You remember they had that Netflix special last. Oh, yeah. Like early pandemic, I feel like. I feel like that's I when know. I watched it. I don't know. I, it might have been 2019. But. Yeah. What I, is time? Yeah, I think it was pre-pandemic because she stood in front of a wall that was a bunch of flowers. Well, that and looked they had like people a, doing the, the thing. Yeah, remember? Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Without a mask with, on. Yeah, that's true. Having to do with their own personal mm-hmm. flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she... Um, they had that show. I think by all... Like, we would have looked at Goop and gone, oh, Goop must be doing just fine, right? Like, she's not going to make it look like it's not going well, but... We had a, a a blind item earlier this week that I thought, huh, knowing this information now that came out of Business Insider through the Daily Beast makes a little more sense. Okay, so this was a blind item that was on Wednesday. This A-list reality family is in talks to buy a majority stake in the company of this A-list actress slash Oscar stealer. Mm. That would be Goop, and it's the Kardashians. Allegedly, supposedly. So to me, it just makes sense that if Goop is struggling, yeah, that there's Goop available, uh, and the Kardashians love to rescue things or take things over for yeah, their that, own. That makes perfect sense. Two plus two is four, and so if that is in fact the math, that seems like it makes total sense. And not only that, they've been trying to make Courtney's push no. No, yeah, it is Courtney. I get them all mixed up. They've been trying to make Courtney's poosh fly, and that's not been doing what they, I think, hoped for. Yeah. And so if they can get poosh and goop together, poop, poop, as you said, you know, that could be, they could be looking at that. By the way, have you seen the reports of Kylie's swimsuit line being? Oh, yeah, she's my D-bag. Oh, for that. For that very reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's called a tease. Mm-hmm. We will be highlighting those D-bags mm-hmm. at one thirty on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, but anyway, so uh, suffice it to say, I think that I think that there's definitely got to be some truth to that, that the Kardashians are encroaching on the goop territory. The territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems totally. Well, I, I think, honestly, if anything, it's going to be a Kris Jenner deal. I don't think any of the um, Kardashians are going to be directly involved in that experience. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. If you are a Goop lover, just know Goop is struggling. Please stand by. Please stand by. You'll have to find your moon dust elsewhere. You can just find it at any other purveyor of dust. They're I all mean, out that's there. the real truth, right? Like anything you get on Goop, you can get mostly somewhere else, except for her exclusive products. I would imagine at some point she's going to get bought out by somebody. Yeah. You know, a conglomerate that, you know, will pick up the brand. Like Like most good things, it will be ruined. That's true. Although, you know, Yay! I don't, I'm not Yay! a huge Goop fan, but somebody out there is. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's your favorite thing to put on a burger? 651-641-1071. What you going to put on your burger? 651-641-1071. After this on My Talk 1071.